You're listening to The Study Hub, episode 15, Art and Accounting. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. Now, how's this for putting the uh, presenter of Study Hub on the uh, the spot? <laughs> <laughs> it is shocked in the game, Evelyn O'Rourke. Oh, I'm going to be shocked in the game. Where are you Study Hub? Neither now, where are you going to go Study Hub? We would love, 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 Study Hub <laughs> So yeah, but it's then a target to be able to take shot in the goal. Can't go out this morning shot. Morning shot in the seal in the goal. Yeah, us can kike shit. And he's moving all afternoon. Stretching out. Yeah. What's the saying? Yeah. Should take a note on. I guess for the note on Madran Nua. Yeah. Mishnach. Tommy, your father be shit. I guess by sure should be doing shot to the leg. Yeah. Well, we may live to run through the intercut simulatorly over the next couple of weeks. So Peppa Pig is going to be broadcasting in Askeil get the head door. I guess to run in the Tory Lesson Concert Orchestra, Kamala John Spallan, Augustan of Fashionary Amshura, Egaru Oats, O Tiji Kargadi, Ortiz, or Shindes, a baby gun, be gun crack Lesson Amshur. Augustokus wrote in the case, Rodarfahe, and Tangam, Mastu, Cushing Kuwait team from the Hawthorne. Shocked in the Green Game. Well, I'm rather in lumps of the Hart in the Green Game. Been Kinnell, Tahal Group as a teed, Agus Nadina will Kinnell Space Shockers Green Game, Agus Danian Green Game Low and Troshog and Blaine, Clacton Shield, Couple of Fuckle, Agus Intadini or News. Mishe, mm. a togu lagwailia, so railtacht, mm. Tomishik togalanish, mowak, lagwailia, imlaklia, and rudder rindum, a shot in the grainge full of lean, lam namilche blean in Aden, Tadina ekturch on rainia, o gluen, go gluen, salation, nask, nahwil bristilish, the milche blean, a glorgrain gisatirjo, so as kinal toshe qui a specialty. Yeah, well, just you know, because you know, I do that in the <laughs> 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 Gwail 
guy li- linguistic quirk it's on you know Jeepers. Totally mayor of the freshman, you know I think you're warming to your theme Cormac <laughs> I lost my would you have an opinion I'm talking to guy as it happens I do have <laughs> I'm glad you asked yeah baby did kill or a quid the shin so yeah so Clark and O'Hug and Cormac baby did have come to see it August Aline is my shin to click him with so yes we're gave me the forty stacks the study hub and not you're all very welcome into the study hub this evening and to begin as regular listeners know we are always keeping an eye on the latest news and updates that apply to the leaving search and earlier today more news when we learned that the high court had dismissed a challenge taken by a 2020 leaving cert student over the calculated grades process adopted for the exam and there's much in it but in his ruling Mr Justice Meenan found the decisions taken by the Minister for Education and the Department of Education were taken in the public interest to maintain public acceptance of the calculated grade system so his judgment of course makes for interesting reading and while the education sector are absorbing all the details of that decision it's a good time to mention that this Thursday here in the study hub we're going to be joined by the one and only career guidance guru uh, Mr Brian Mooney who'll be answering all your questions about the leaving cert for 2021 you know the portal the deadlines the timelines all the different decisions that have sort of come and been revealed and announced over the last few weeks so if you're at home with a question you can email us now and we'd be delighted to pass it on to Brian so you can email us here for Thursday night's programme uh, at studyhub at rt.ie Bain with a kellor and sang all in shot real glor like cower or our gara shade the hulhon agus achor the accord on glor bio our egan. But what is lined up as well for this evening? Well, it's all about the letter A which of course is a very good place to start. Art and accounting are under the microscope uh, this evening, so it's time to unpack the easels and count up the numbers. Art, of course, is one of the most fascinating, beautiful subjects on the Leaving Cert and to remind us of its power. Jackson Pollock, 1912-1956 John Lennon, 40-80 Henry Lamb, Cezanne, Paul Gauguin William Shakespeare Ben Lindian, 1923-1964 Tennessee Williams, 1912-1983 Gerard Manley Hopkins, 1844-1889 Pissarro, Picasso, Degas, R.I.P. All dead, yet still alive Endless time, endless art. There you go. But even artists have to know how to make the numbers work if they want to survive. And making sense of the numbers is an art form in itself. Where would we be without the accountants? It's fun to charter an accountant and sail the wide accountant sea. To find, explore the funds offshore and skirt the shoals of bankruptcy. It can be manly insurance. We'll up your premiums semi-annually. It's all tax deductible. We're fairly incorruptible. We're sailing on the wide accountancy. Monty Python there of course you can start texting us in at 51551 and kicking us off this evening that subject which invites students to think and engage beyond the four walls of the exam hall and it's something that continues to be relevant in all our lives I mean who hasn't got a theory who hasn't heard of the Mona Lisa Painted in around 1504 the Mona Lisa has spent half a millennium confusing people I must have seen her a hundred times. And I still can't tell you what that mysterious look on her face 
is trying to convey. It's all deliberate. Leonardo, the cunning so-and-so, is playing mind games with us. With most portraits, you look at the sitter. With this one, the sitter looks at you, staring slowly into your thoughts, as if she knows what you're thinking. That's why she's got that irritating smirk on her face. The famous Mona Lisa smile. Art critic Valdemar Ushak there with a few thoughts on the Mona Lisa and I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Declan Kelly. Declan is an experienced multidisciplinary artist and curator as well as having taught art for many years and is currently on the staff of the Institute of Education on Leeson Street. Declan, you're very welcome to the show this evening Um, and I just wanted to start by asking you, you know, after all your many years of experience in the art world, why do you think and why do you recommend to students to select art as one of their precious choices for the leaving cert. Declan, are you with us? I've just given you a wonderful build-up there and I was hoping you'd come on the line and tell us and convince us how marvellous art was as a choice for the leaving cert. Declan, can you hear me? <laughs> I think Declan's making his dinner, is he? He seems to be dropping a few pots and pans there. Uh, Declan, we'll try you one more time. Declan, can you hear us there? It's Evelyn here. Declan is absolutely determined to ignore me there. Well, look, as uh, Cormac and I were saying earlier, um, Bjor Egan is a really popular show, a podcast that Sinead Niulachon does with her friends. And we are absolutely delighted that uh, she's getting so much exposure on that this morning. Even she was on with Ryan Torberty this morning talking about her new documentary about Peg. So we just have a little clip here from Sinead's podcast, Bjor Egan. It's just about a minute or so. And we will take a listen to that. And Sinead Bader-Gamayan dinner, Kriachnig Declan, so show e cords a shenade hulukon own podcast bio aregan. Tugan Clarach Telefishek Omniogazer Lehinti Fila Structure than Tachtan. Yeah, yeah. So it's Milam Brandy where Neil Sakumanyan Shashai and Hield in the Nether, but it's Milam Vioru Domhain Gur Iharnatan Martham Brandy where Tom Mutirna. I guess took an instruction that to read. Yeah, see she's Yeah, I guess Braham Leshan Ginal Clar Telefish at the An Homa. Ni via mermaphone fad ta my brand new air. Fechem agus eishtem dar noi cursi radio chuma am agus klaracha fuile ave marhimplacht dum. Tash anash. So to geishtach leshen radio severe hail shachas dal shirer fod chreal tiyaslehid chuma. Well, let's look at the Adam Wem Gamor Marialer Jean Glossal. Now, well, me just chomanch PC fata agus nervins a chomanch later the many chomanch balaklia no no walas balaklia gamenik. I guess Peter is start la radio. I guess for Claire, I'm lana galler for a couple of words. I guess when Torres a galler Eilish, no, got a patrilli, no, got a couple of words. And in that, no album, no nesta hundish. Amar bis me me hi es wala a groshagum harinstaha. Now, there you go. That is a little clip from Bjorregan, the wonderful podcast that we keep recommending here for people, actually, as they're getting ready for their Irish oral. And it's also on Radio 1. So if you go to our RT Radio 1 site, you'll find Bjorregan there and Sinead and her pals. Now, delighted to be joined now on the line by Declan Kelly, who I hope has finished cooking his dinner. Declan, you jo- <laughs> were you with us there? I am indeed. Uh, thanks for having me, Evelyn. What was that you were dropping on the ground? Was it a saucepan lid or a sieve or what? <laughs> I, 
I must have been a mug or something going somewhere. I, um, I don't know what happened. Technical you, difficulties. You should have seems, said you were uh, creating, you see. You were sculpting <laughs> and we were disrupting your artistic flow there. Listen, I did start that question. I just love you to talk about it for a little bit, about the joy of art as a subject for students. Why you'd recommend it to students considering their leaving search options. Why art? What What's the value? What's the joy of it for you, do you think? I could go on for hours, to be honest with you, but to try and keep it as short as possible, uh, there's so many benefits to doing art in secondary school, especially in senior cycle. Um, To begin with, we live in a visual world. I mean, everywhere you look around, everything we do, everything we interact with, basically has been designed. Someone has made that. Someone has thought about the aesthetic qualities of that. Um, So this idea that that, that there's no kind of future in in, in terms of art and and creativity is is kind of madness, uh, in my mind anyway. Um, But but also, when you're in school, I mean, I see students coming out from other classes and they can be, they can be pretty stressed out. They can be, you know, they've been working intently. They get to come into this little oasis in a school. Uh, they get come into the art room. There's some music going uh, and, it's a, you know, it's an eclectic range of music in my room anyway. Um, I, I, you know, it could be a case that they come in, they work away, they're talking to their friends, they're encouraged to work away, they're encouraged to work uh, with each other and engage with each other, offer advice to each other. So it's this lovely support environment where they get to bounce ideas off each other. It's also a subject that rewards mm. error and mistakes. I mean, I celebrate mistakes, you know, because we learn from those mistakes. That's how we grow. That's how we get better. I mean, is, is there a better lesson in life than when we make mistakes? And we all make them. We all fall down. But the thing is to dust ourselves off and get up and go again. And, and it creates kind of more durable people and, and art kind of celebrates that at every turn so so this idea, so it's not just about the, the kind of uh, creating visual things it's it's the robust nature of of people so when people humans were, were carving and 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 scratching on walls 60,000 years ago we're continuing that heritage even so so this idea of when students come into a room and they're working away they're artists they're not just students but they are artists they're making they're creating and uh, they're, they're communicating to other people. And that's one of the most amazing things I find with work. I, I, genu- I can probably tell, I get genuinely excited when I see students working and the work that they make because it says so much. I mean, you have that cliche of a, a, a picture that says a thousand words. I think it says far more. And um, the other thing about students doing work, they can say what they want in their work. Mm-hmm. They can rage against the machine. They can, you know, they, they, can, they, they can be angry and frustrated and they can show that in their work. Um, I mean, you look at... Um, and there's I mean, value put on that, unlike most courses, which, you know, are just very structured. And if you follow the rules, da, 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 it can all come together. Yes. You're the one place where that can be turned on its head. Absolutely. And in the future, let's be fair, going forward, we need people with creativity. We need people to think outside the box. More and more we have machines that can do things that are making people um, redundant, really. What we need are people thinking outside the box. I mean, who would have thought 20 years ago that the computer games industry would outstrip the uh, movie industry in terms of uh, financial power? And I don't want to get into the financial thing too much, but but the idea that that, uh, there's more money in the uh, computer games industry than in the Hollywood is is mad if you think about it. So all of these things um, that are around us, that are creative, that are that are made by people, and that people are kind of come up with ingenious ideas and are kind of sparking ideas. And you find also um, the same people are kind of 
um, bouncing little ideas around different places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I always use someone like Da Vinci as an example, and there's lots of them. Da Vinci's like kind of the original Iron Man, and excuse <laughs> the, the comparison. But but Iron Man's an arms dealer, and he becomes, and he's a fictional character, but Da Vinci's real, and he's an arms dealer. He's making fortresses, he's making weapons, ballistas, all these kinds of uh, things. But we know him as this painter, and maybe we know him as someone that dabbled in anatomy, where he's cutting up bodies and corpses, which, you know, he, had, he was allowed to do because he was curious. And we should be celebrating, we should be encouraging that kind of curiosity. And in the art room, we celebrate that, we encourage that, we demand that of our students, that be curious, challenge things. And I have students kind of, sometimes they'll, they'll come back at me and I want them to do that. I want them to kind of, why should I do that? And I, well, this is why, and there's, you know, there's 500 years of people doing this and pushing things and illuminating themselves and others. Um, you know, I mentioned illumination. I mean, someone like Da Vinci, probably a member of the Illuminati. Uh, people that were able to kind of, they would, they would meet in shadows and they would raise ideas that were uh, dangerous at the time. Um, but those ideas now have become okay. c- common knowledge. You so win. Now. You win. I'm going back to school. I'm going back to art. I just want to do. Yeah, I know. You're only warming up. I feel very boring now that I have to say to you. And about the exam, <laughs> let's plough on because we are against a ticking yes. clock. Uh, we can do a podcast separately with you and I chatting about all Happy this. Happy to do that. But let's talk, just uncertainty is the word, obviously, that we keep using on this programme, the elephant in the room, about timelines and all that. Yeah. At this point, the students have been working on this wonderful journal. We don't have a deadline yet for when that will no. be submitted. How no. much a part of the exam result is that journal, if you know what I mean? What's it worth to them? Look, the, the, simple, the, the, the art history is 150 marks and the project is 200 marks. Now, the project is in two parts. 100 marks will go for the final artefact. 100 marks goes for the project development. So that's your booklet, basically. And so you've done... So the simplest way I would... Now, it's not exactly... But sure. 40, 30, 30. Yeah. Just for purely simplistic sake. Uh, you know, that would be the easiest way to kind of wrap your head around it. And I, I think the the key there is the booklet. People need to pay attention. Make sure you've done the booklet properly. Make sure you've shown how you've gotten there. I'd make the comparison there. Uh, I, was, I was listening to Gene Kelly, uh, my colleague, talking about giving um, a breakdown. When you do a math question, you need to show how you got there. And we all learned this from the first year in, in secondary school. Show how you got the answer. Even if you know the answer straight away, show how you got there. And art is no different. Show us where mm-hmm. the idea came from. Uh, there's a great book uh, by an, a guy called Austin Cleon, and he, it's called Steal Like an Artist. And he has this kind of idea that a, like a kind of family tree puts these different artists at the top of the tree and they branch together and they form something new that you're creating. Um, and I think that's the way you should approach that booklet. Um, and put then, the ideas in there and then grow it into whatever it is you're making. OK, so we've handed up the booklet. Let's just plough on with the yeah. timetable that we know at the yeah. moment. And as we say, all of this changes all the time. We'll know more in a few weeks' time. Yeah. But at the moment, we're just trying to give that message to students. Stick with what we know, you know, ignore the yeah. noise. Moving on to that exam then, the written paper itself, two and a half hours. And you recommend around, what, 40 minutes per uh, question on that? I, I would give or take 40-odd minutes. Um, now, it, it, my... Is it bullet rule. points? Is it an English essay? Like, what's the style it's more, students it's, should be it's, thinking it's, about? It's, it's, well, I've, I've, I'd encourage people to explain what they're saying. So it's more like, uh, it's like a stripped-down history essay, mm. in, 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 but much shorter. And also you're using diagrams. Um, you still need to explain what something is. Uh, you might have keywords. So, for example, if you were doing something like uh, Gothic architecture, you must mention pointed arches. You absolutely must mention pointed arches, rib vaults, this kind of thing. 
and then you explain what they are, and it's very easy. Uh, I mean, if you can say what a rounded arch, it's pretty straightforward. You it's a pointed arch. You explain how these things worked, where they came from, or what they were doing, or why that was important. So you still need to kind of flesh out those those ideas in your essay. Um, so so. Uh, stick to the points. Also stick to the question. Uh, a lot of people might, might memorise sections of their uh, whatever notes they've been given, but stick to the question. What, answer what you're being asked. Because you want to avoid, as you say, the kind of the spoofing, which can happen kind yeah. of easily enough. Yes. But your, you know, your main advice is this is a fast exam in a way. So stay, Perfect. use those two and a half hours. Be careful. Don't be looking to leave early because you will have missed something. Does, does, I, in all my years, I've never seen someone kind of successfully leave an exam early. You shouldn't have time. There isn't time. It's a mm. really quick exam. That's the good news as well. For a student going in there, it's not like it's a six-hour slog. Mm. It's, it's a quick exam. You're in and out. Uh, so so it, 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 I we're trying to think of it like Goldilocks. The, you, know, you want it just right. Um, every question, the other thing I'd even recommend, some sort of timer, which you, some sort of watch that's going to say, you know, even if it's a little stopwatch in front of you, that you know when you're getting to the end of the first question. So a common, a very common error is they get to question one and let's say they're doing a question on new range and they spend an hour producing this beautiful answer and then they get to question two and they spend 40, 45 minutes and then question three rolls around and they don't have enough time to get the full answer. And that's where they fall down. And it's, it's time and time again I've seen this happen. So what you want to do is have that kind of Goldilocks approach, have the just right in each question in, in the amount of time. If you can do that, if you can live your life like that, then together really. Absolutely, Declan. I'm going to let you step away and pick up your pots and pans there, but you're going to stay near us. We're going to come back to you for a few minutes right at the end of the program. You can text Declan and now with those questions on five one five five one. And we're going to say that now, regardless of whether you do your business, ask Gail Garz Berla. The one language we all share are the numbers, and it's all about the numbers. And when you think about it, accountants are the people who really, really know what's going on. So this is a great subject choice for the really curious amongst you this evening to go through the subject. We're joined by John Taylor. John is an accounting teacher at the Institute of Education in Dublin. John, good evening to you. Good evening, Gavin. Thanks very much for inviting me. Listen, we're delighted to have you. Give us the secrets of all this. Tell us maybe to start (laughs) about the layout of the paper and any changes or any concessions that have been made for this cohort of students considering all that's going on. Sure. So the accounting is a three-hour paper. Uh, there are three sections in the paper that total 400 marks altogether. Section one and two are on financial accounting and section three is on management or cost accounting. Now, section one is worth 120 marks. It's 30% of the paper. And students have a choice here of either doing question one, which is worth 120 of those marks, or two out of possible three 60-mark questions. Section two is worth 200 marks. It's about 50% of the paper. And again, students have to do two questions out of a possible three. And then section three is worth 80 marks or 20% of the paper. And again, students have a choice here of one out of two. Now, in section one, uh, we have question one, which requires students to prepare the final accounts and balance sheet of either a sole trader, a limited company or a manufacturing company. And we know this is always the content of question one. So students have some certainty here. I'll mention a little bit again about it in a few seconds in relation to COVID. The 60 mark questions in section one, they come from any of the financial accounting topics. And in section two, then, the 100 mark questions are also all based on financial accounting. But we do know that set question five will be the interpretation and analysis of accounts this year. And also, we know that topics like depreciation, control accounts and revaluation, they tend to be asked in section one. And finally, then, section three has two questions, 
question eight is on costing and question nine on budgeting. So there's a lot of certainty there. In relation to COVID, uh, some changes have been announced, two changes particularly to do with accounting. Firstly, in question one, traditionally students would be given, uh, asked to do the final accounts of either a sole trader, a company or a manufacturing company. But this year in 2021, they've been given two out of these options and they must only do one. So in effect, this means the students who are struggling a little with their work time uh, or work due to time loss could leave out one of the three options and still be guaranteed that at least one, if not both of the formats they studied will definitely be asked. Now, and the John, second change oh, sorry, is, just the second change was question five, they said, will definitely be on interpretation and analysis of accounts this year. Now, it has always been on that, but they said... But it wasn't definite this year. It was definite, but this year is definitely going to be. You were hoping, but this year it will be. We might talk it us definitely th- will be this year, yeah. Yeah, the timeline, because reading through your notes, I was fascinated by how specific you are. 48 minutes for section one, 80 minutes in section two, maybe give us a very quick timeline guide to the paper. Yeah, so the, we have three hours in total of 180 minutes. So what I was suggesting was the students maybe spend roughly 48 minutes on question one uh, or on section one, either 48 minutes on question one or 224s if they're doing the 60 mark questions. And then in section two, 80 minutes uh, on section two, that's 40 minutes for each question. And finally, roughly 32 minutes on section three. Now that totals 160 minutes and gives them a generous 20 minutes to read the paper at the start and decide which questions they're going to do, decide the order which they're going to do the questions, I think is very important. And then, of course, a couple of minutes to review their questions, their answers at the end. But it also gives them kind of 12 to 15 minutes where they can add two or three minutes on if their questions overrun slightly. Now, I think it's very important here, if they get a bit lost in a question, they should stop the question at the end of the time and move on to the next question because they'll, they'll get far more marks from doing I know, the new questions than on, they will keep, from making yeah. up. And but again, that's something that applies across the board. There, yeah, yeah. yeah, if they're nearly there, just spend the extra two or three minutes out of your reserve minutes to, to finish up the question. John, just very quickly, your best tips for handling the paper. I was intrigued by your stationary kit going in. You've got great ideas around this. You might run through those quickly for us. Yeah, well, obviously, a working calculator with a new battery, very, very important. Uh, bring your red, blue, black biros in to highlight your uh, figures and to draw lines in red. Particularly important, bring a couple of highlighters in. Uh, you're going to be doing a lot of workings in the, in, the, in the exam and you're going to have figures that are going to then subsequently go into different accounts. So I suggest students do is highlight their accounts, their figures and their workings. Yellow, say, for trade and profit and loss account figures. Green for balance sheet figures. And when they've finished all their workings then, they can very quickly see and identify which figures have to be transferred to which account. And it saves them an awful lot of time then when they go to do the final accounts. And a correction pen, not the fluid. Absolutely. If, they're going to, if they are people who like to correct rather than cross out, then we bring a correcting pen because it's much quicker. You don't have to wait for the fluid to dry and you can write on it almost immediately. So it saves you a lot of time. Definitely a recommend if they're going to bring a correcting uh, flu- uh, item in, it's a, a pen rather than a, than a fluid. And of course, a, a watch, very important to keep their time and possibly a stopwatch if they have it. Jeeps, I needed myself in studio this evening. John Taylor, <laughs> thank you so much. And I know that, John, you've very generously given us all those notes and they are all there on RTE Learn. Thank you so much for those, John. I know students will really yeah. appreciate and does that, that resource. a handy guide to their ratio calculations as well on there, so that, that should help them as well. Oh, listen, as you do, bedtime reading sorted for me. John Taylor from the Institute, thank you so much for sharing your information with us this evening. Uh, we're back to Declan Kelly. Declan, you're with us. I am here, yes, indeed. Now, Declan, um, just quickly, how many references do you need to illustrate your points in those essays, do you think? It depends on the question. So some questions will provide illustrations with them. So, um, so for example, if you were to receive, um, if you were doing a question on the Iron Age, you might have a picture of the object. So 
you really wouldn't make, need to do a huge amount of drawing. A little sketch maybe to demonstrate repousse techniques, for example. That's all you'd need to do. But I'd also recommend, uh, just uh, on the point of coloured pens and things, I would also recommend colouring pencils and stuff because it will also jog, uh, jog the memory to kind of write down, this is a gold object. I know that sounds obvious, mm-hmm. but write that down. It, it's really important. And a little bit of orange, yellow, brown to shade that in. Lovely, jubbly. And, uh, you know, you, you, that's the way to approach it. Um so, yeah. What is the best use of my time? I'm a bit overwhelmed by the range in art history over the next weeks. OK, so if you look at... There's a brilliant website, the examinations.ie. Is a, it's a completely free website. You can go in there and have a look at past the papers for the last 10 years or, or so, and you'll, you'll kind of see a certain repeating pattern in all the different years. So it, there's certain things you need to cover. I, I'd always recommend kind of cover your, new, your Neolithic Ireland. Uh, that's kind of new range and, and, and that kind of thing. Uh, then you have the um, Bronze Age, Iron Age, and maybe you're going to do um, Georgian Ireland or, or pre-Christian uh, Ireland. So one of those as well. And you're absolutely locked in for one of those will come up absolutely. Same thing with European um um, if you look at the European question, you're going to have either... Um, um, actually, Romanesque and Gothic in some iteration will come up every single year. It will either come up in terms of its architecture plus sculpture or its architecture plus stained glass, which is actually incredibly short. Um, it sounds complicated, but it's actually such a short... It's a, it's a paragraph of information. Um, and then, of course, the Renaissance, you know, that's a little bit more ambiguous. A lot of teachers will be kind of... Well, there's a little bit of guesswork going, kind of going well, it hasn't come up this year or hasn't come up in five years that one might come up this year um, and the impressionists are a pretty good guess uh, the, the good thing about the impressionists is it's very easy to add a post-impressionist so if you want to stick on uh, Van Gogh uh, after you've looked at the impressionists a lot of the information will port over uh, and then question three um, you're looking at the gallery question um, you're looking at maybe a piece of graphic design so narrow down kind of target those questions and kind of really nail them down. Okay. Don't throw Hail Marys. Cover your bases. <laughs> okay. I can't think of a better way to end your contribution than on that deck. And thank you so much for joining us this evening with all those wonderful tips and inspiration, I have to say. I find you inspiring about it all. Thank you, Declan Kelly, from the Institute of Education. Gormil Magdalene, Cordy Galera, Nocht, Bame de Rasher and Zerdin. Brian Mooney, Lynn. Brian Mooney will be with us to answer all those tricky questions to do with the Leaving Cert. So please, show the good questions. Send them into us at Study at rte.ie You were listening to The Study Hub on Drive Time at RT Radio 1. Tune in to us live Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6.30pm.